Welcome back to another GVO podcast, the Good Vibes Only podcast. On today's episode, we have a brand new guest on, Jodine, a fellow South African that always has nice talks. We talk about a bunch of different things, hopping from topic to topic, talking about everything under the sun. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. And as usual, we are uncut, unfiltered, and uncensored. Enjoy today's episode. Yeah. Yeah, we can go on. So you get lots of different types of girls. So like, when you say now, like, you don't know a girl chat, like, girl chat is really different depending on the girl, or the group of girls. So you get like your tomboy girls, your girls who really don't give a fuck, who are like sporty and like, who are almost like the boys. I would say I'm like one of them. And then you get the girls who are like, they do their hair and their nails and their eyelash extensions. The princess girls. And their hair extensions and their makeup. And, and that's fine. Like, I don't judge them. You know, that if that is what like brings them joy, then, then they can do that, you know. And then you get girls who like super nerdy girls who are like very like clever. But they also don't, they don't, I think this is for everyone really. Like they don't fit in like a niche. You know, as in like, they wouldn't say that they're sporty, they wouldn't say that they're this. They just sort of exist on earth and just love themselves the way that they are. And they like work really hard and stuff. And sometimes I like strive to be someone like that. Mm. But also, I like also like having, I don't know, like being like grungy and like having a vibe for myself. So otherwise, and so the conversations are different. And I weirdly, because when I was in high school, um, so I have a twin sister and me and my twin, we were like, head of drama and head of choir and like uh, we were on like the um, we were like super like um, religious so we were like also on the um, like we were sacristans because the school was like Anglicans so then you dress like every like mu- like semester you have like a Eucharist but then everyone goes to the chapel and like you have like a little Eucharist bookie and there's like a little guy that looks like a pope called oh. like the chaplain and then the sacristans you could like volunteer to do it and you wear like a white robe with like a rope around you and you hold like this golden cross and someone like holds the wine and stuff and you like do a procession in with the chaplain guy Whoa. and i was one of those okay. and then me and my sister would like sing worship and stuff for like the school and then we would also like i don't know like um what's it like, oh, then we went to youth groups on Fridays and church on Sundays. And we were, like, hated like that. So we were, like, fitting in with those people. But then we were also cheerleaders. So we were also fucking, like, swinging around sticks and stuff. And, like... like Just everything it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, we really were. But So we moved schools in grade 9 because we were bullied. Um, and I think just for being twins. Because we are, like... Jack of all trades, the master of none. So we can sort of fit in. We're in the music department. We're doing some swimming. We're doing dancing. We're in the orchestra. We're in the choir. Then we're in like the church group, and then we're in the then we're cheerleaders. And I think people just couldn't like handle or like, deal with that, so they used to like bully us. And then we moved school in the middle of grade nine. And then when we went to the new school, we were like, let's go. And then we just went to do and we just did everything. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we were cheerleaders and the cheerleaders at our school were pretty cool because it wasn't like American cheerleaders pom-poms dancing no, around no 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 we wore like white um, like big overalls okay and then we took like pink because the school is like the like is the theme is like pink of the school it's like the pink army they called okay it's like in our uniform we have pink in it and stuff which is really cute um, and then all we, girls school Mm. Okay. And then we took like 
bright pink handprints of paint and like made handprints and we wore these like bright pink not bright pink like nice pink like um crowns maybe? hard hats oh yeah. wow, that's and then cool. we had like sticks with like pink and white like rip, like around and then we would just like hoy in front of the school and like do like cheers and stuff we had we called it dirigente in my high school i was oh. a dirigente yeah, oh, yeah. yeah so, yeah, that, like, that. so yeah, also we had like sticks so, and like it's like athletic. What is athletic in English? So yeah, so in English, uh, athletics. In athletics, yeah. yeah we didn't course. do athletics for the girls' school. Our main thing was hockey and water polo. Oh, because also like Cape Town. That sounds good. That's well, stick, so it was like water massive polo. gala, and then like all the schools are there, and everyone's playing water polo and like going, which is very cool, and also hockey. But um, me and Lene, my twin, we got into trouble a lot because we would do stuff that was a little bit like fucked up. For example, like the one <laughs> school, and girls can be a bit like iffy. And the one school they had this like this mascot, which was like um, this massive blue like dog stuffed toy thing. Okay. And they would always have it in front. But they were known for like having that thing that was like the cute little mascot. And then they would like I don't know like it was just always there. And then at the one match, me and they decided to run and go steal it. And then we ran in front of the field, stole this massive thing, ran back to in front of our school, and then we were like jumping on it and like, like, <laughs> like racing it and like kneeing it and like blitzing the thing in front of the school. And the whole school was like, woo! But then the head girl came to us and was like, guys, like, the other school was really upset. And then we had to go and give back and like apologize. And I was like, oh, so embarrassing. You know, in an all boys school, that would have been the best thing ever. Like. Yeah, but we did that. And then we sister and then like afterwards in the middle we had a little talking to they were like that would you like drew the line and we were like oh, but it was so fucking funny <laughs> but anyways so we were like in lots of aspects so so what i was what I'm trying to say is that we could i can really sort of talk to each kind of person mm. you know so i can like chat to i don't feel like i belong specifically to a certain group maybe more like the tomboyish kind of boys group but also i can slot in anywhere you know i can like if i meet like a bunch of like really hard working more like nerdy kind of girls which are like i can get in there and i can channel my nerd and if i meet like girls who are dressing for example at the dance i like never wear makeup and stuff and i fucking put on my makeup and i put on a little dress and i'm not like nah. and also nice also just like be that for a bit with some girls um but yeah, so I feel like it's I feel important. I'm close to that also. I, I don't. I like. Yeah, I like. Like I even in high adapt. school, like now, like I played rugby, and like I don't know. In high school, it's like you have the rugby boys, and that's your group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was never like that. I never had a group I was attached to. I would like have moods or like times, yeah, and I'm like, like okay, moods, I want like, to go to. Yeah, it's like you adapt. You yeah. know, and that's like what's really important in life as well is to be able to adapt and be flexible. You know, because then you're not going to be able to give yourself opportunities to grow as well. You know, if I decide that I'm only going to be this kind of person, then you're only going to stay there in that zone. But if you go outside your comfort zone and you meet different people from different walks of life and you, I don't know, hear what they have to say and, you know, then you also grow yourself and you can also make contacts, you know, of like, you know, because, for example, like, say, like, I wouldn't, I would hate to feel that people thought I was unapproachable, you know, to be like, no, she's like, for example, okay, in high school, the sport girls, you know, for, you know, the sport people, whatever, like, some people feel like they can't, they're almost not a bit, like, a bit scared of the click, you know, they can't, they feel like they can't really interact with those people, you know? I understand what you mean, they feel yeah, like but, 
that's like not a problem like the approachability i think it's more the person approaching who has that crutch in his mind of like i won't be able to just go and talk with them but most of the people are like very acceptive they're like oh yeah just talk shit it's no problem yeah but i think that's you know? guys oh. guys are more like yeah bro like Cool. Guys are guys, and so like if the bleagle punches you in the face and they carry on, you know. <laughs> if, the, if it really doesn't work yeah, out, yeah, it's no, like, no, oh, like, cool, cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a whack. Yeah, but like with girls, it like it becomes grudgy, and it becomes like gossip. Like they won't. It's like if a girl has a problem with another girl, lots of the times, and all girls will agree with this that. Like, they just, they won't sort it out immediately. Some will. I mean, I like doing that. You know, if I have a problem with someone, I'll be like, listen, yeah, what happened? Hear from their perspective. I'll say what my perspective was. Let's figure it out. You know, but most will, like, be like, oh, my gosh, she did that. Yeah. And then they will go tell all their friends and all their friends will tell other people. And then they'll ignore each other and not speak. And then they go and bitch about it on uni their conventions. I don't know. <laughs> like The usual. <laughs> the usual. <laughs> yeah. like, if I can scroll through that shit all day. Like, <laughs> my best friend did this. Like, oh, come on, give me a meme. Yeah. yeah. So that's only... Yeah, that's like... I feel that's something that girls do. But also they do that with their rela- in relationships too. You know, like if they have a problem with their boyfriend or there's like something, then they just give the silent treatment. Yeah, and they talk of the girls. They'll talk with their friends. Yeah, everything that the guy did instead of telling their actual boyfriend, and then they and then the boyfriend must smell what they did wrong. And like boys are terrible at just smelling something. No, they don't know. Like yeah, we just fuck. Like they're just like go ahead forward. That's all we do. Yeah, it's fuck forward. Yeah, like there's no. Like, they don't know. And, and then and then the girl will give some treatment. They're like, what did I do? And they're like, you know what you did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, but girls also do that with each other. So, for example, like, girls will, like, if a girl has a problem with the other one, and they'll give some treatment. And then, like, for example, that's happened to me before. And then I'm like, what did I do? And then they're like, you know, what you... I'm like, I really don't know. Like, can you write it down for me? Like, I don't know. And then you have to smell it, and then you have to go yeah, apologize. Give me hints. Give and me then, hints. And then you have to apologize for doing for something that you don't know you did. You know, like guys do that. They like say sorry. They like, don't even know why they're saying sorry. And then, like, and then the girl's like, thank you, thanks. <laughs> you know. But like, I actually used to be like that when I was younger. But girls, I think it's just like ingrained in them that they just become like. <sighs> but then I had to learn because when I started dating Christian, he was just like. That's not gonna work, and I was like, mm. okay, okay, respectable, yeah, yeah, it's not gonna work. Like, don't do that. Like, don't do silent treatment. Like, tell me what's happening, and I was like, yeah, fine. And then I started doing that, and now my communication skills are so much better, and I can communicate. And now I use that in like everyday life, you know, like when to say yes, when to say no, when to show my feelings, how to communicate, not to like bottle it up, not to hold a grudge, you know, because. You know, the whole thing about... Doesn't yeah. that make life easier, though? Like, just... No, 100%. Yeah. because yeah, they say, like, holding a grudge is like eating poison and waiting for the other person to die. Oh. Nice. Yeah, that's you know, well said. That's actually well said. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like, you're actually just doing yourself a disservice if you like, holding a grudge and not getting over something. Because that other person doesn't really give a fuck. Yeah, they're just they living just their life. They just care about you. They're being a little angry, but you're just, doing, you're just giving yourself bad vibes. Yeah. I wonder sometimes how many, like, girl problems could be sorted out via the boy's way of just, like, just, like, if there's really something bad that happens with men, it escalates to a fight, 
after that, it's done. It's it's done. Exactly. But with girls, it'll be like, even if, if the fight's over... It gets extended. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it never really and ends. And then in months, and it's like, but yeah, a few months ago when you said that, do you remember that? Then it's like, fuck, we literally, we were this. <laughs> we had the conversation yeah, already. Yeah, like, oh, but you did this and this and this. Like, and I remember that from last time. Like, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, yeah, I think lots of fights and stuff, everything could be resolved if girls just approached like forgiveness and like communication like men did 100 yeah let's go men <laughs> like we do not a lot right but six is for dicks yeah <laughs> six is for dicks but yeah so i find it like very not hard to approach someone but like to have for example go on the podcast or something like that because i don't know I know there's like certain defaults you can just fall back on with boys, but because I don't really have, I don't know, I, yeah. I'm not a girl, so it's not, I don't know what to fall back on, you know? Yeah, with guys, you can always be like, okay, well, we can always just talk about sports, we can talk Literally. about like the weather, we can talk about like politics, like, let's go, you know? Yeah, conspiracies, whatever the fuck, you know? Like, that's, that's the shit we talk about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah, with girls, it, it really does depend on the girl, as I'm saying. If I was... A different type of girl sitting here like a girl who was you know i don't know like um a makeup girly with extensions and eyelashes and like do her nails like to dress more you know then like that would be a completely different conversation you know then someone like me who's a bit more tomboyish and likes more like boyish things and is a bit more that way so like with girls like they, they differ so much from each other like okay yeah, that's what i'm trying to say is that guys you can sort of group them, you can herd them, and they will all sort of have something in common. Yeah. But girls, it's hard to do that. Not like, oh, girls okay. can really be grouped into different types of girls. Like, I mean, you can, I mean, I guess say, like, all women, like, they do, you know, everyone has, like, women do all have one thing in common, like, we'll be uterus, I guess, I don't yeah. know. But like, we'll <laughs> get yeah, periods. Yeah, like. <laughs> titties, like, I don't know. But like, Girls can be so different from each other that, like, it really does depend on what girl you're talking to, what the conversation's going to be. So it isn't, like, one size fits all in, like, a conversation with girls. Because if, for example, if a guy said, okay, I'm going to go and try and chat to that girl, and, like, they come up to me and they think, I'm just, like, I don't know, like, they can come up to me and talk to me about what they think I like. For example, like, who's your nail tech? Or, like, where do you get your hair done? Or, you know, like... Do you like going out to the club? Or, I don't know, they can ask me, and all of those things will be like, I don't do my nails, I don't have hair extensions, I don't go out to the club. Like, what I like to do is play guitar, do sewing at home, <laughs> and like crafts, okay. and playing with my dogs. And I like scientific illustration. You know, like, that is what I like, you know. But if you had to come up to me, people wouldn't know that. Yeah. You know, but if you thought, like, I'm going to put, like... Which, and it's not, people wouldn't say that's good. But I think you can sometimes see it also. Like, if you approach certain, like... You know what, if you approach, like, a goth person, you wouldn't be like... <laughs> oh, So, like, do you like Justin Bieber? On <laughs> <laughs> like, a real Loki, yeah, that's yeah. true, yeah. Like, and you can see if, like, I don't know, you can see, like, a princess girly, like a rachte poppy. Mm, a mm. poppy is the name, A yeah. poppy, yeah. You yeah. can see a poppy, and you wouldn't go ask a poppy, like... Uh, do, you, do, do you like Kiss? Yeah. You know? Do you know because she probably likes Taylor Swift? Most she probably. She's probably a Swiftie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Tay Tay. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. 
Mm. Oh, that's good. Uh, about the craft thing. That's so cool. Like, what do you oh, craft and oh, stuff? <laughs> craft. Yeah. So, okay. So when I was growing up, my mom always, because we were like poor as hell, four kids. The last two weren't planned. Me and my twin sister weren't planned. So they were like, fuck, okay. Like... That's then, also a problem. Like you expect one and then you get two. It's like that's a thing. it's like a two for one special. It's yeah, <laughs> but, like, but like one that you, but you didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and you can't finish it. It's not like two for one Mondays. It's for it's like fuck. Anyway, so my, my parents both had like their like the son, and then two years later the little daughter. And they were like, this is fantastic. And then they moved to to a different city. They were first in Durban or Pretoria, then Durban, then Cape Town. And then my mom fell pregnant three years later. Um, because apparently my dad said she just didn't take her pull properly like she just wasn't on it like like she wasn't up it with taking it um, and then she found out they were pregnant and then they were like fuck she's pregnant because they didn't have money for even like one more child and then they and then they found my mom found out it was twins but she said she just remembers she like they were at the doctor and then a scan and everything and then he, the doctor but my dad wasn't there because he was working and they were like no it's twins and then she phoned my dad and then she said to him, she was like, hey, Cynthia of Sonia, like, are you sitting or are you standing? Yeah. And then he was like, why? And she was like, no, I just did the scan and it's twins. And there was like silence. He didn't say anything. And he was like, I'll call you back. And then he put the phone down. <laughs> She's processing yeah, it or something. Like, <laughs> anyway, so we were poor. And then my mom, she got a sewing machine and she like made all our clothes. Whoa. Yeah, she made our clothes. And That's so cool. I like really aspire people that can do handsy stuff. Like I yeah. suck in it, but it's so cool to like make your own clothes, for example. Yeah, so she did that because she was like, well, it, it costs like for a few meters of material, like that those times also cost like fuck all. And then a sewing machine, you know, that like it pays for itself after a while, mm, you know, after true. versus buying clothes for four kids who are growing so fast, you know. Um, so, like, all the pictures of when we were little, we were in the clothes that my mom made. And they were so nice. They were so good. Nice. Yeah, and then she used to do everything. So, she used to... But she also studied fine art. So, she is very artistic and already. And um, then she would, like, also, like, put hymns in our dresses. And when we, like, did, like, things at, like, shows at school and, like, plays, she would, like, help make the costumes. So, what? That's yeah. so... Yeah, so I, I always I like that, So, yeah. I always remember her, like... I could always count on my mom... To like quickly whip out the sewing machine and fix something or whatever. And then um, when I was here, <clears throat> then I was like, well, I want to do something crafty because I enjoy, I don't know, like like ma- making stuff with my hands. So I, so I got myself these like little kits of these little animals that you can make with felt. And then you get like this needle in it. So it's like you get mm-hmm. like... So, you know, like felt. What? Yeah, I think I know the material you're talking about. I'm not 100% sure, but. Okay, yeah, it's what? like felt, it's like when you're a kid, like you use felt and you can like glue it on each other. It's yes. like sort of like wool ish. Like poppy, uh, like, I don't know, stuffed dolls or something like yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's like felt. Yeah, it's like felt. Okay. In Africa, Isn't Kermit like Kermit the Frog? Felt. Yeah, he's, he's felt. felt. Yeah, yes, yes. Okay, so, so felt material. So, but now, before felt is felt, it's like, it's like fluffy wool. And it has to be like, it has to be matted together to make felt. So, I bought these little kits off Amazon that it's like a little llama and a little dog. 
and then you get different colors of the of like the wool the wool and then little also pieces of felt for like the ears and the feet and stuff and then you get a, a needle and then you literally have to make your own felt on these styrofoam balls i don't know it sounds so weird but then you, you at the end you make like a tiny little llama and a little dog like these perfect two little things and it took me like five hours for each one to make it because you have to sit there with this needle and you have to just keep going like this like into the wool to mat it okay to make felt. it to form it and stuff to like form that it. it's yeah. almost like clay or something or yeah a bit different yeah yeah you material. form the needle and then it mats the wool into yeah. like this little animal and it was so cool i loved it so much because i was like not studying for like five hours which was amazing <laughs> yeah it was like the best procrastination yeah, like, yeah, yeah. at least like i mean compared to like scrolling on tiktok for five hours you know like doing something like that yeah, using your more hands. productive yeah. and we're going to be using our hands you know we need like fine motor skills for like surgery and shit anyway yeah. so it's good and then after that i was like okay no wait no this is very cool so then, um, for my birthday, then Kirsten was like, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, listen, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and then you got me a sewing machine yeah. and I lost my mind. And then I made myself, the first thing I made was a tote bag. You know, okay. like it's made of like linen and it's like that. Just like a normal like bag made of like linen. Yeah. I can't explain anything. It doesn't sound too hard to make though. Like if you say you have a sewing machine, you just need like... And yeah, and I got a pattern. Yeah, and then I went on to YouTube and I put it on and, I, and then I watched it and I did it and I was like, this is fucking cool. And from then on, I like repaired lots of stuff. So I do, I've made lots of like pillowcases and I repair like lots of people have asked me to put like, um, to like make pants like smaller or shorter or to, put oh, yeah. in or to like fix things. And I've done lots of those. Yeah. And like, does it take a while to? be able to do it or is it just like in the like, beginning it did because I was like mm. it's like I wouldn't know you know and also using the sewing machine is hard because you have to like there's different like compartments that you have to open and then you have to like wind the thread around and then it's got things here that you have to pull and then like a press it foot here and then like it's it's like a whole little thing that so, just scared me <laughs> like the so complication using the that. machine is hard in the beginning but now that I know it if someone's and I've done it a few times someone's like hey can you please put a hem in my pants and I'm like bring it and then I will do it and yeah yeah mm, it's like it's nice to do sewing like I just associate sewing with like old people stuff yeah but it is like old people stuff yeah. literally a friend of mine here um, when she came to visit me and I was busy like making stuff and she said to me <laughs> being there like reminded her of my mom of her mom she was like because my, her mom is a sews so yeah. she was like oh, so nice to sit here and like hear the sewing machine because it makes me think of my mom and I was like I'm 28. Like, but, like, okay. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I was like, fine. Like, if it makes you happy, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I like that. Do you think you'll ever be able to, like, make clothes and stuff like that? Like, what your mom used to do? Or... That's really hard if I think back now. Because when I saw her make the clothes, I was like, that's just. Like, that looks really intricate, you know? And, but then when I got the sewing machine, I started, I realized how difficult it is to make clothes. Because okay. how difficult it is to just, like, make a bag, you know, or just to, like, hem a pant, you know? So now I'm like, can I do that? But then she said to me, you need, like, a... You can buy... I don't know if you can do this anymore because it's very old school. But, like, because everything's online these days. But uh-huh. you could go to, like, a sewing shop and then you could buy, like, this little, like, pack, okay? And in the pack, on the front, you'll have a picture of what the garment is, like, on a model. And then inside, it's got, like already cut out the patterns so you just need like to spread 
the material like over the table and then you put those pictures down those cut out patterns down uh-huh. and then you cut around them and then you have all of them and then inside will be like a little manual of like how to stitch them all together Whoa. but now I've gone online but then you have to pay for these things so like for example like I saw like a really nice dress that I can make and then it was like fucking 20 euro to buy the PDF oh yeah that's bullshit but then yeah. I'm also like okay but now how the fuck am I supposed to then the patterns are also on there but like how do I get them in like real size oh you know yeah because like it's a PDF like yeah, do, yeah. they have to print that out and then make it I don't know fuck how to do that so anyway so that's why yeah. I, oh, yeah so I don't really know how I'm gonna make clothes but like I don't know when I'm bored enough, you know, when the exam seasons come comes around, yeah. like, oh, today today's a good I'm time. Tell to you, make procrastination it. is my thing. Like <laughs> it's literally, and also sometimes, like when there's really is nothing to do, then I just cut my hair. Okay. Or I shave it off. Like I literally, my hair shaved on the sides, shaved on the back. I've cut it into like any style. I've cut a mullet before. I've cut like a shaggy wolf thing or like diet and my hair's been probably any color you can imagine yeah and by the way plug in Jodine is the best hairdresser ever <laughs> she cut my hair so good and then I went like afterwards to my normal barber and he fucked it up I'm like, I was so pissed not like badly but I was like you know what she could have done it better there you go yeah let me tell you <laughs> Because, but also with that is I, I just like working with my hands, like doing creative stuff, mm. you know? So, yeah. And I feel like that's why also I want to do, actually want to do surgery because I really enjoy working with my hands, you know, doing small things and sewing and cutting and... And it sounds like you are practicing it also. So like that skill, mm. that transition won't be too hard, if it makes sense. No, no. Because like if you're already doing like the small intricate work outside of the like surgery hall then it must be easier in the surgery no because you're practicing your hand-eye coordination yeah you know to be able to like really look and like really use like the fine motor skills of i mean like my hands used to be a little bit dumb you know so like if you want to like if you have to hold something small you have to be able to also can i tell you also which is maybe a bit like fucked up but i like smoke rollies yeah i can tell you my dexterity from rolling a rolly it's so good. I don't, it has to be rollies because I can roll a roly driving a car, driving with my elbows and roll a roly like this. What? That's Literally. cool. <laughs> I can roll a roly while holding like 20 things under my armpits and I can do it half with one hand. Like I can, I swear, and I can roll it like other side, like with a full to this side, with a full to that side. I can do it upside down. Like I can literally roll. I can swear up next is with my toes. That's, <laughs> that's a skill to have. Cause I remember like, so I also, I love roadies for a reason. It's also, I think it's that thing of making something from your hands. And then you're like, and then, oh, yeah, yes. like fuck a cigarette. Yeah, and roadie like, is like, yeah, let me roll it. And, but like, I couldn't do it standing up or something like that. Like it was oh. like, for a reason I needed to sit down, put the pack down. Yeah, but it was there for me in the beginning as well. Yeah, and then as you go along, then I don't know, while you're driving, that's that's impressive. That that's, was that's one of my best. While ones. walking, ah, so yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I do while walking. Left, too. right, yeah, that's yeah. very impressive. But yeah, so that also is like my dexterity. Like I like my I feel like my fingers are like little 
machines. Like they are really. Well, also, I played the violin. Like since I was a great boy. Oh, one. and you're good in. You also have like guitar. Yes, yeah, so I also play like guitar. So yeah, so, and I also play the piano because my parents were like drilling us when we were little. They were like just those kinds. Bless them. But like it was just like. So the rule was when we grew up because on us four was you have to play the piano and you have to play something else, and from grade one until my drink. And so piano everyone had to do, and then you could choose another one. And then me and my twin chose violin. So okay. my since I was six years old, I had to practice that hand-eye coordination on piano, on the violin, and then and the violin's hard because you are doing uh, with your left hand, you're doing like you're doing stuff here, and there's no frets on a violin either, so you have to listen as well. Then with this arm, you're using a bow, so you're like multitasking. And like with like two arms at the same time, and you have like different angles you need to do with like the yes. bow and stuff like that. And then with piano, obviously that's also two things happening at the same yeah. time, and reading at the same time, and listening. And then um, guitar, we we taught ourselves guitar when we were in like grade three, it was or grade four, it was Christmas once, and we were me and my sister were just I don't know chilling, and they all the presents were under the tree, and I saw these two like triangular boxes. I was like, what is that? Like, what is that? Okay, yeah. Yeah, they were like these triangular, they were like this. Quite big, okay, yeah. Yeah, they weren't like triangular boxes that were wrapped in Christmas paper. They were like at the back. And um, I was, me and my sister, but obviously because there were two there, I already assumed it was for me and my sister because our presents always looked exactly the same because we get the same presents. Yeah. Yeah, twinsy stuff. Yeah, twinsy stuff, you know. <laughs> And then when it got to those ones, then my dad was like, these are yours. And we were like, oh my gosh. And we opened them up and it was a guitar each. And I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> and my dad was like, you guys are going to learn guitar now. And we were like, oh, like another instrument. But he was like, but no, like, you're not going to do lessons. Like, we're gonna, you're going to teach yourself. He was like, it's fine. You, you can teach yourself. And then we were like, you're fine. Um, and then I remember starting. We just started teaching ourselves ultimate guitar. Uh, is the website to go to. <laughs> is um, that how you started? Hashtag ultimate ad, guitar. <laughs> ultimate guitar. Um, yeah, and YouTube. Yeah. And then... You can, you can teach yourself pretty much anything. Anything, right yeah. Now. yeah. And then we taught ourselves guitar. And that's also... And I think it definitely came easier because we had had already like a few years, five years of like experience playing violin and piano. So like our dexterity was good, you okay. know. Yeah, and then I started smoking. <laughs> and then the dexterity got like, better. And then the first time I smoked, I did roll the roadie. I was like smashing it because I was like, let's go. Yeah, and, uh, and then the sewing and hair cutting. Yeah. So yeah, I love just everything. Doing yeah. yeah. On a different topic, sort of. Mm-hmm. You say you have a twin sister. Mm. Do you think twins have like a connection with one another? 100,000%. Because I've heard of, like, stories of stuff like that from, like, friends who have twins. And Can it's I like, tell you, like, a really creepy story? Yeah. Okay, it's not that creepy, but, like, people are like, ah, like, it's just coincidence. But I don't think it is at all. So, me and my sister, when we were little, we had, like, it's called, like, crypto something. It's, like, a language that twins have that only twins can understand that they make up when they're small. What? Okay. Yeah. And we had that. So, my mom said, you never knew what we were talking about. Like, until we were, like, even, like, almost in grade one. Like, we were talking, like, my sisters, no one, they were like, what the fuck are they saying? Obviously, we speak English and Afrikaans, but, like, we also spoke this language with each other. Um, and, but also, me and her now, because we're best friends, we can still, like, talk and say things without 
people knowing what we are talking about. You know, because there's so much stuff, like so much personal jokes and things that have between us. Yeah. You know, so I can tell a story and be like, remember the time when at the thing, you know, and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, with the onion. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, so that happened to me now yesterday. But then, like, it went different to, like, the part, like, you know when? And then the whole conversation like that. People was like, what are you saying to each other? And I'm like, anyone else listening is like, yeah, they're like, what, what are you the saying? Fuck? But it's like, we talk based on, like, memory and experience that we can relate to. You know, so lots of people don't know what we're saying, but, like, we know. Anyways, and also we beat everyone's asses at 30 seconds. Because you know what each other is yeah, thinking or for, something. For example, like, the one thing was Ukraine. Okay, and it was like, a country that sounds like sugar. A type of sugar. And then I was like, Ukraine. And then she was like, yes. And everyone was like, how the fuck? And then we both <laughs> were like, sugar cane. And everyone was like, no. I was no. Also like, oh, how are we But then our brains just go there. You know? What? That's cool. Yeah. Because I've also heard of a story of like a twin. So it was like a brother and a sister. And like, like not creepy, but like you said, it's like twin stuff. So they, the boy was big into cycling. Mm -hmm. And like the one day he went out cycling and then like the sister, like, I don't know. She said she just felt something was wrong with him. Calls. Guy got like in that car, like a car hit him like three minutes before. This is the story that I want to say was creepy. Mm. So that does happen. It's happened to us lots of times with like uh, also like stomach aches and stuff. So for example, like I will suddenly get like a massive pain in my stomach and I'm like, because oh, I can get that shit, you know? And then I'll like not be feeling like and I'll be feeling nauseous or whatever. And then I'm like, oof, you know, or like just before I go to sleep at night or I'll wake up at night. It's only at night. I wake up feeling very gnawed and stuff. And then I'm like nauseous and I'm like, ooh. And then the next day I'll just be chatting to my sister and then she'll be like, oh, oh my gosh, I was vomiting so much last night or whatever. And I'm like, Whoa. I was feeling so nauseous. And she was like, and I didn't eat, you know, like I didn't do, like then she had a f- food poisoning or something. And then I'll feel horrible for her. But okay, but the craziest story that we have, what we, okay, what we used to be able to do when we were younger is like think of the same thing and then say it out loud and it'll be the same thing. Yeah, so we used to be able to do that. But That's anymore. like a superpower. It's so a superpower. Because we were little. But also when you're smaller, I feel like you're also more like... You just... You're like when you're a little kid... You think it's because there's less problems you think about, maybe? No, 100%. You know, the older you get, the more you... That's how, what they say happened to humans. Like, humans lost, like, the sixth sense that animals have because they became more orientated with, like, technology and problems and they stopped connecting to their spiritual selves. Yeah. So they stop being able to like communicate like how birds and animals do, you know. So that's obviously happens as you get older. That's why they always say that like little kids see ghosts and spirits or whatever, you know, or are able to like yeah. humans just get corrupted by like yeah, the you, external world. Yeah, you just like grow up and then you become a fucking head and like you like lose touch with like your actual yeah. spiritual self anyways. We move. Um so one evening we were in university and Linnea used to always just go, like, all out, like, when we used to go out. And so her nickname was Slingshot, because she would literally, like, we'd still be, like, busy drinking, whatever, and you look, and she's, like, lying somewhere, like, fucked, like, just, like, pass up. She used to just go, her name was Slingshot. Um, There's, like, a drinking term of Slingshot is where you go to a party late, and you sober, and then the other people are, like, ahead of you in, like, drinking. They are. So you start sober back there, and then, like, a Slingshot... You just 
Funk! And then he did fuck. And then like... Yeah, but it was almost like that. But I think it's just because she also used to get drunk so quickly. So like, she would like sleep touch. She'd still be fine and stuff. And then when you look again, she's like, fuck, someone's carrying her out somewhere. Anyways. So I always used to be... So I was studying really hard because I was doing BSc back then. So there was lots of nights that I didn't go out because I had to learn and study. So it was one night that I didn't go out. And I always used to be, not concerned for her, but just like... She's two minutes younger than me, but I've always felt like she's like a little bit like my little sister, although she's my twin. Okay. Um, and I always like would look out for her, you know, and then, and it was never the other way around. And we even still talk about that. The fact that it never was like, if we would both go out, I'd normally know that I can't get that fucked up because she's going to get fucked, you know? So <laughs> I would always be like, I'd always just hold back a bit, you know? But anyways, and then one evening I'm in my like hostel room studying and I get in my bed and I'm like, okay. And I wake up at like 3 a.m. in the morning. But I wake up like I shoot awake and I'm like scared and like anxious and I get the taste of smoke in my mouth. Like as if I just smoked a cigarette, you know? Like as if like I just smoked, you know? And I'm like, oh, what? And I look at my phone and I see that people are calling me, asking me, like, I've got famous calls and I've got messages on WhatsApp saying, have you seen Lene? And I'm like, what the fuck? And it was like, like right now, but my phone's on silent. So the phone didn't wake me up. It was something just... Yeah, yeah, I woke up and then I looked at my phone and it was like a few minutes ago I got these messages. So it wasn't the phone that woke me up. And then I woke up, I said it's in my mouth. And I was like, shit. And then I messaged these people and I was like, have you seen her or whatever? Like, no, they're looking for her. They couldn't find her. Long story short, they were like, don't worry, we'll look for her. And I was like, okay, cool, because I had a test her and then I went back to sleep. Next day... I see her and I tell her the story and she's like bro you won't believe it was at 3am when they closed the club that I went outside and I realised that I couldn't find anyone so I sat outside and I was like smoking a roly on the side of the outside thing like worrying and her phone had like died or something like that she couldn't get hold of anyone so she just stood there like a little bit scared because it was like a little stun of ash, you know and like people are busy going home and like it's a little bit dangerous there as well yeah. you know busy just like smoking early and just like waiting for someone to like pitch up and that's when I woke up and tasted the smoke in my mouth that's and like that is like the craziest story it must be legit like it I has to know, be I think, yeah I think twins have like that thing it has to be know. because I mean we were like born in the same womb like we share the same DNA but also we're a special kind of twin we aren't identical or fraternal we are half. So is that where like the I, the ISL, I don't know, the egg cell, yeah, it splits. And it's like, I don't know, how does, how's a special type of twin? How's so identical twins is when you have one egg cell and then one sperm cell. And then an egg yes, egg. okay, I was yeah. thinking of identical, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, so you have one egg cell, one sperm cell, it goes in and then they split. So then you've got identical DNA from the mother and from the father, of Yes. Course. And then they also are in one... Um, they share a placenta and they're in one like sack. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now fraternal is that the mom will give off like two eggs that will come down. And both will get... Uh, yeah, and then two separate sperm from the dad goes in. Which means you've got like four... You've got, you've got two sets of DNA that are different from the mother and two sets of DNA that are different from the father. Which means you can have different sexes, completely different looking children. And then they will also... Then they will have their own sack each. Yes. And their own placenta each. So that they're like completely different. They're just basically sharing the mom. But now, me and my sister are half fraternal or half identical. And there's two ways in which this can happen. Okay. So, either what happened was, is that the eggs 
egg came down and then the egg spontaneously split itself just because it felt like it. Why not? Yeah, YOLO. And then, so it's identical DNA from the mother and then two separate sperm cells went into those two halves. But, and then there's still two different, because it's the sperm really that, that sort of decides how many, like if they should be in a separate bag or in the same bag. Okay. So then we were, so we were in two separate bags with two separate placentas. So then they thought we were fraternal. Yeah. So then they like did the scans and everything and they were like, okay, well, this fraternal twins is probably, could be a girl and a boy. They don't know, but they couldn't see what my sister was because we weren't next to each other. I was in front and she was behind me. So they couldn't with the ultrasound see what she was. So they knew I was a girl and that I was in front because I was also the first one they took out because I was in front. Um, but they didn't know what Lene was. They just knew that it was another baby. So it could have been a boy. Could have, so it was a surprise. So when we were born, my, my parents didn't know. So they had this a lot of bunch of different names in case like it's a girl or a boy. But I was always going to be Janine because they knew of me in front. Yeah. And then when they took us out, then the doctors were like, wait a minute. And we were like identical. Like they were like, what? Two little girls, like, exactly the same. Two they, different. They tested the test our yeah. DNA and the DNA comes out to that we have the same DNA from our mother, but different from our father. So, the art of that is like yeah, yeah. very. But, but it's cool because also we look identical, so people think that we are because we look so the same, and that's just like by chance. But also it's because my mom's DNA is strong, so we look a lot like her. And then from my dad, but also you can tell the differences we have. Like everything that we got from our mom, we both have. But then our differences come from our dad. So like I got like my dad is a doctor, so I got his like signs left brain. Like, I'm, I'm very right-brained as well, but I got his, like, science stuff, too. And then my sister, she got none of that from, like... She got the more right-side creative brain. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, so from... But then she looks, like, a little bit more like my dad. She's got, like, longer legs. She's got, like, his nose. She's a little bit darker skin, like, my dad's darker. And so it's, like, you can... If you pinpoint the things, you can see that's what we got from mom that we both have. And yeah. then we both get different stuff from our dad. Oh, that's actually cool. That's like very... Spices things up, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a little bit different. So we're not exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But we shared a room since we were born until we were like 21. I think it's but nice to have a twin. Like you, you're going through this world like together. If you know yeah, and like we share a birthday. I've never had like my own birthday. It's our birthday. And when we talk about our birthday... Like see, I can't say it's, it's my like, birthday. Hey, we... It's our birthday yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I say it's, like, no, like, it's, like, it's our birthday. Like I've never been able to say... It on my birthday because it's like on our birthday I don't have a birthday by myself and I would hate to also I don't know what it feels like to have a birthday on your own like only your day that's why I don't mind sharing my birthday with other people so for example like my birthday this year was in October and a friend of mine here she also wanted to do like a thing for her birthday because they are like close together so then I said to her like do you want to do like a birthday thing together but not thinking like you know some people maybe want to like have their birthday as their day, you know. But okay. I don't mind sharing a birthday because I think it's fun, you know. I don't know what it's like having like only your birthday, only your day, only you get presents. For me, it's like always her. We would wake up, everyone would walk in, and me and her look at each other. We're like, "Happy birthday!" And we're like, "Hey!" You know, which is always so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. She's the best. Yeah. Shout out to the name. Shout out to the name. <laughs> She's the best. Uh, mm. You say you got your. Uh, 
like science brain from stuff from your dad is that why you like got fascinated with veterinary and that's why you like Mm-mm. went into veterinary or okay well, like, well sort of sort of so when i was in so me and my sister we were like extremely like arty creative so mm-hmm. we started um dancing when we were also like Maybe four. But you also do everything with your sister. Because it sounds like you did violin together. We did everything. Did... Everything together. Like, everything. <laughs> so um, cool. Yeah. yeah. So then, um, we, yeah, we did everything. The same instruments, the same things. We wore the same stuff. Like, we just, we just exactly the same. We were both, like, emo together, like, in grade eight. You know, like, the emo phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, listening to, like, Secondhand Serenade and Fall Out Boy. Still like Fall Out Boy, though, but anyway. So then... Um, we did like so we did a bunch of different types of dancing so we did ballet we did contemporary we did tap dancing and we did hip hop and we danced about I think 10 hours a week so in high school we were doing 10 hours a week of dancing but because of that our maths and science were just like going down the drain so we had extra maths and science as well for 8 hours a week after school so we were doing extra maths and science we were doing like 10 hours of dancing which are different types we were also doing instruments in between piano and violin and we also did voice lessons at school <laughs> so like we also did exams and stuff yeah. but then we were also head of choir head of dance and cheerleaders and it was just like a lot you know that is <laughs> like how do you fit that in in 24 hours I don't know like, like no wonder like my grades were fucked up because I was doing everything else yeah but we were doing it because we were in the plan to like go do dance and drama and stuff after school. Oh. So like we were gonna like do that, like go into music, dance and drama, and go study drama, go study dance. And we were we were good at that, you know. But then, this is so I know this is so weird. But when I was in grade ten, I started having dreams, okay, about animals. Yeah, but it started off with the humpback whale. That's why I have this tattoo over here. The humpback yeah. whale. It started with the humpback whale. And it was really random for me because I've always liked animals and stuff, but I wasn't like obsessed with them like how I am now. So I started dreaming about them and it was like every night, every night I'm dreaming of them swimming. I'm dreaming swimming with them underwater. I mean, I'm diving and I can see them. Or they're... Humpbacks though. Such a, mm. yeah, like specific animals. Humpback you don't whales, yeah. Okay. And I started telling my mom about these dreams and I was like, listen, like this is... Like, I've been having it all the time. And the more and more I told her, she said to me, she was like, maybe it's like they're trying to tell you something. I don't know. She's like, it's very random that you're dreaming this every single night. And I was like, I know. And then, after a while, it started getting different types. There was dolphins, um, say whales, sperm whales, blue whales, mink whales, pilot whales, orcas, like... Pygmy whales. And the reason why I know all of these is because I fucking dream about them every night. But to a point where some of them, I didn't know what they were. But you'll find out, like... Then I wake up and I'm like, what was that? And I'll go Google it. I'm like, okay, it was a pygmy whale. Which I've never known. Wow. Yeah, it was really weird. And then I was like, okay... And then I started getting really into, like, sea life. And then I went to go, like, into marine stuff. Yeah. Then I started doing about marine animals. So then it became more than whales. It became, like, penguins. And it became seals. And it became all... And then I would dream I'm in aquariums. And I would dream I'm swimming in the sea with turtles, diving. Um, and I would not... Di- like, I didn't dive. I didn't do that stuff. I was, like... I, was, I did drama and dance all day. What? So how would your brain, like, 
create stuff that it doesn't know. even know. I don't fucking know. And then what happened was, is then I started, um, then I was getting really interested in it. And then I started working harder in like bio, in biology, because I started enjoying bio. I was like, you know what, this is actually interesting. I'm actually mm. loving this now. And then at the end of that year, and I think it was by the end, because this was not two years later, in by grade 11, I got academic honors at school. But I didn't know. I wasn't even working for it. Um, and we went on this like trip to the Orange River, like with our school. And when I got back from the Orange River, my parents were like, um, they, we got back and I was all like tan and burnt shit from the Orange River. Best time ever though. Okay. Um, and then my mom sat me down and she was like, I've got this for you. And I was like, what is it? And it was like, looked like a book wrapped up in paper. And I opened it. And my certificate with my badge saying like academic was on there from the school because we missed prize giving at the Orange River thing. Oh. And I was like, oh, well, that's so cool. And I was like, fuck, I didn't even know I got that. And then when I took that thing away, there was a book called um, The Whale's Companion underneath that she had gotten for me. This beautiful, beautiful artistic book. And it has like paintings of whales, poetry of whales, old stories about whales, things from Moby Dick. Like whales across like the world like just this beautiful artistic book and it's like bounder material with like gold like oh just stunning and then inside she wrote it like i'll translate it was an afrikaans and it was like that that um like something like that that your mom and dad writes on your heart can never be wiped away or something and then she said to me she was like i feel like i needed to get this view and i feel like you like this is important for you to have and i was like oh my gosh that's so cool and then my collection started so i got animal books and i got currents of contrast and i got the shorelines of south africa and i went to go work at the aquarium and i did like a course at the aquarium and then i started realizing i really like zoology and then my animal dreams started getting so hectic to a point where i was dreaming about a different animal like every night and i still actually jot down on my phone all of my animal dreams that I still have. I still How often do you get, like, do you still get them, the animal dreams? Yeah, all the time. So, for example, this is, like, October 2020, throughout the week, what I dreamt. Wednesday, 7th of July, I'm like, whale, see this, like, Moorish idolfish, wild dogs, spider, Monday, starlings, puppies, massive humpback whale, barracuda, guinea pig, that's um, so pet cool. Pet skunk, hamster, elephant, blue bottle, stingray, baby elephant, lizards, falcons, warthogs, flying foxes, goldfish, elephants, aquariums, bears. Ham- literally. And Everything. All the time. And it the just goes on. The last one I had was on the 5th of October, chameleons. It was the first time. Oh. But I don't always write them all down. I had last night. I dreamt I was in an aquarium. But I just don't always write them down. And I've just always... Since then, I've just never stopped dreaming about animals the whole time. So then I went to go talk to this lady who's like an animal like communicator. Yeah. And I said to her, I was like, what is this? And then she said to me, she said, some people are called by like, she, she, by animals to like, to work for them. Yeah. You know, Some higher power yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, higher power stuff to like represent them. And she said, the fact that when you were 16, like you started having these dreams and you still have them. And also I have them a lot when I'm like very stressed, then I got a lot of them, you know, then they come, then I'm like, then it'll be like five different animals a night, you know, like different dreams. I wake up in the morning and then I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? You know? And I feel like it's just like, I don't know. I just, 
they just like I dream about them all the time and they power me and stuff. Then after high school, so then I knew and then I had to choose drama and dancing and everything I've been given my whole life to and music and that or zoology. Yeah. And then I was like I think it's the obvious. It's it's not an obvious choice, but it, it was makes so sense. hard. Yeah. It was so hard. I cried so much trying to make that decision. And then my sister was like, you know what? She's gonna go do what we said we were gonna go do. And then I told my parents in like matric, I was like, I'm gonna go do zoology. And they were like, what? Like please. They were like, please don't. Like please don't. So my mom, she was still like, you know, like I know that you love it, and maybe you can just have it as a hobby and go like you know, help out at shelters and, like, stuff. But, like, my science and math marks were really bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, science and math. My bio got, like, 90 for bio, but science and maths, like, was shit, like, 60. Um, and then uh, my parents were like, please, like, my dad especially, he was like, please don't <laughs> go study science because it isn't just bio and whales. He's like, it isn't whales and cute animals. It's yeah, science. that's like at the end when you start specializing. Exactly. He was like, it's going to be biochem, it's going to be physics, it's going to be maths, <clears> it's going to be stats. And he was like, it's not what you think. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. So then I applied for biodiversity and ecology with zoology at Sanabash. And then I got in for that. Fuck knows how. It's my animal spirit guides are like, you doing it. And then I got in with the skin of my teeth with a 60% in maths and science. I got in. That's, like, you didn't really get that. <laughs> you know? So I like, think everyone was really surprised when I got in me too. But like, I remember when I heard I got in, I think I was watching like Happy Feet, you know, with the penguins. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, woo! <laughs> you know? And then, um, and then I went to go study it. And while I was there, I was really enjoying it and everything. And I was like looking at the aquarium and doing part-time stuff. And then, but then I was still thinking like, but what can I do with this one day? You know, because like either I'm going to go into like conservation or like what's my job going to be? You know, am I going to like be a researcher? Am I going to be in documentaries? Like what? Um, what? So then my dad says to me once, so my dad was doing surgery and he was like, was this like a Saturday? He's like, do you want to come with me? We can go have coffee and you can watch. And I was like, cool. So then I went with him to go watch the surgery. And while then he let me like scrub in and everything. And while I was standing there watching it, I was like, this is fucking cool. And I yeah. was like, this is fucking cool. I really wanted to do medicine because I don't like, it's not that I don't like people, but I find human medicine gross and like stinky. You know, like it's not just like. Coming from veterinary where it's like the stinkiest and grossest <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, thing you can ever get. It's like a different stinky. It's yeah. like, you know, it's stinky because it's animals. Yeah. When like a human that's supposed to be clean comes in. And it's like a stinky hobo, then fucking shoot me. Like, yeah, that's too okay. much for me. Too, and also the fact that they can look you in the eyes and have a conversation with you, that's like, no. But if a dog is shitting on the table, it doesn't really know what's happening. But a human is shitting on the table. Yeah, that's a like, fucking madness. Then like, fucking, like, get me out of here. You know, it's just too close to home. Like, it's okay. too personal. But anyway, okay. so, Makes then, sense. Yeah. so then after I was still doing the surgery, I was like, this is fucking cool. And I was like, maybe I can actually like combine the two. Maybe I can do that. And then... I started and then I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So then I changed my degree because after first year, it was still like all like BSc subjects. So then my second year, then I moved to animal science, um, which is, you know, like animal science, like farming, all that crap, yeah. nutrition, physiology, breeding, yeah. the huge. And then um, obviously didn't like that much because I don't really like farming and I was also vegetarian, but like, that's another story. But then I knew I had to do it because I knew that was going to help me to get in 
to study at, in Pretoria. In Unstburt, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I was still missing conservation, so I took conservation ecology as an extra subject so that I could still do that on the side, which okay. is really fun. So then I would still go to like my conservation classes and then me in the conservation class would like go out and we'd like go camp and like do like field work and like collect insects and shit. So like we still did that, which is fun on the side. And then that, whatever. And then I applied four times in a row to get into Ornish work, which I didn't then get in. And then I also did my master, started my master's in sustainable agriculture and conservation. And during the first few months of my master's, then Kalanta from the yes. Nike portal, shout out Kali, told message um, I went to go like shadow at the state vet and she was there. And I was like, oh, we're brilliant. She's, and I was like, what are you doing? She's like, no, I want to get into vet. And I was like, me too. And then that was, and then. I met her and then she told me that she's going to or that she had gone or she's going to Budapest and I was like what but where's that like what is that and then she told me she's like bro email this guy and then she sent me Peter Lessie's email Uh, I emailed him literally three days later I was in later three days later I didn't have to do anything but then I was now like a few months into my masters and then I just called them up and I was like I'm out drops mic and then literally a few months later I flew up and I was here Mm. That sounds like it just happened yeah, very I like, fast. I was like, cheers, cheerio. But also during that time, I'd worked, my, my CV is like redonk because I went to go work at Cheetah Outreach, Ego Encounters. I shouted at like 15 vets. I went nice. to work at Sand Cobb, like with the penguin face, like intern for six months. Worked at the aquarium for like four years, like on and off. Like I was constantly doing shit on the weekends. I had like no life because I was like, I have to do this. I have to be a voice for animals and then I started becoming obsessed with scientific illustration and that's why my arms are covered in scientific illustration of animals yeah that's my new one yeah the you told me the magpie the magpie and the forest who live in the tree outside of that yeah and that's my story and I still have animal dreams all the time and I'm just like I'm just connected to them now like they just chose me and you feel like you feel that connection in real life also, like physically saying you had all this experience work and stuff like I that. I feel it in real life too, but it's important to know that animals, like, they don't connect by looking in your eyes. They, they don't need to. No, yeah. Like, they connect, like, through, for example, like, how animals know how to migrate. It's because they use, like, electromagnetic fields and they use, like, and, like, thermoregulation and they have, like, a sixth sense, almost like a, not like mind reading, but almost like a collocation, you know, like that, that bats and belugas do. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They like yeah. It's like it's like they bounce off like vibrations and stuff, and then they can like make up a picture based on like vibrations and that energy comes back that and they stuff feel. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what how animals like communicate, and like also how they know how to like migrate. Like for example, there's this really interesting story um, about um, there was somewhere in the ocean. I don't know where it was. There was um, on the Richter scale. Um, marine biologists had picked up that there was like an earthquake that was going to start but like just far deep out into the ocean which was fine over tectonic plates um so they wanted to go out there to go and like see where it was just go test what's happening there you know classic marine biologist stuff and when they got there to the site there was a massive part of orca whales right there at the spot like on the gps and they were like what what are you guys doing here and then Obviously, they want to ship, so they spent, like, a few weeks and stuff there yeah. over the area, testing the area and whatever. 
and there were like divers and cameras that went down and they saw that they couldn't really explain what they were seeing but that the orca whales were going down and were like hovering over the area and like taking turns to do that and they would go down at different times of the day like almost like shifts and they stayed there for weeks on end they didn't move from that area and they kept on going down there and they watched on the Richter scale how the thing went down, 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 down. And the yeah. and the earthquake never happened. So they said they don't know what that was, but all they can think of is what that it was like an energy transfer or something that they were doing. I don't know. I was either, either like they were, either they were trying to gain energy or take away energy. Or I don't know what they were trying to do or trying to gain their own information about what was gonna happen, but just that they know that those orcas knew something was happening down there and they went down there and the earthquake never happened. But that's like all they know, they can't really explain what happened. Yeah, I, how can you explain that? Yeah, you can't. How can you explain how birds know where to migrate to and when to do it? My thing I think about is, like the first thing that comes to my head is, have you ever seen like a school of fish that just move together as like one unit? How but it's like, like in a split 200 individuals that just go like the same. Like thousands of little fish. Like they just... They know exactly where to go and how to like... And who tells them where to go? They just feel it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but they feel it. It's like telepathy. Like snakes like that too. They also have like the regulation. Bats do echolocation. Belugas do echolocation. Dogs also. I feel like dogs can also feel a person. No, they like, can. They there's can. like... I. There's but like this... Call, it's called the animal realm. And those people don't believe in the animal realm. But if you can believe in a spiritual realm, then you can believe in a different... Like there's different like levels... Like, animals live in their own, like, how can I say, plane, like their spiritual plane. Mm-hmm. How we live in a different plane. And how a higher power, if one believes in that, lives in a different plane. Or how our loved ones live in a different plane, you know. And animals have their own one. And I've read about this, like, millions of times. And the lady who told me why I'm dreaming this stuff, she said she thinks that, like, I penetrate into that realm when I go to sleep. She's like, because oh. it allows them to, like, come and chat to me or whatever but the dreams that I've had it hasn't been like I just dream of seeing them it's like I've had like dreams where like like ridiculous stuff where like then I'll the next day I'll like google the animal and then it means exactly what's happening in my waking life you know okay you know do you mean like uh do you know how the Chinese have like they have not star signs, but like animal signs. So you have like horses and dragons and yeah, and also rats like, and like Native Americans also have like animal totems. And yeah, animals. and like so you look that up the next time, like the next day. Yes, and, and see, and see like what correlate. does that mean? Like what the dream meaning of what does that mean? You know, like for example, like when humans dream that their teeth fall out, that means that you have anxiety. You know, people always have those kind yeah. of you know this this specific the, dreams. when you like fall down from a high building or like something like that or yeah. chase. By something, it's like, yeah. There's always there is a meaning to that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And then obviously you get your dreams, which are weird. If you dream you're like riding a dolphin, like on a farm, I don't know. Like everyone has got the random weird, shit. Yeah, it's not that random shit they dream about. <laughs> but other dreams, most of the time, they mean things because it's like your subconscious that is creating stories. And humans are the same species, so we dream about the same things that make us scared. You know, so you can when you wake up, like for example, if I dream my teeth fall out, I always know. I'm stressed or anxious. But also that's like a universal thing. If you look that up, that's what it means. Yeah. Yeah. So with animals also, if you dream about certain animals, it means certain things. So for example, um, I once dreamt that I was betrayed. Well, I was once betrayed 
let's say by someone um, and then during that week I dreamt that I was walking on a mountain and as I was on the mountain um, I and, and on the mountain I was walking with this person and I who sort of betrayed me in waking life and on the mountain there was a wolf and we saw the wolf and I was like oh shit like it's a wild wolf we're gonna die and the person who I was with said to me it's fine just turn your back to it and like walk slowly past it and I was like okay let me do that so I turn around and I like put my hands behind my back like this and I walk past really slowly past the wolf like on the track track and as I turn around to look at the person who I was with I look them in the eyes the wolf bites me from behind and then I looked that up and it was like betrayal but I already known that I was betrayed by this person yeah you know Whoa. so then I dreamt that and the next, next day I was like thank you wolf I already knew that but like whatever you know like, <laughs> say it do it like, earlier thanks. please you told me that a few days ago <laughs> anticipated the situation you know or like for example um is there like good animals or bad animals to like dream the, about there or? is there is um but it also depends on what they are doing okay so for example like dreaming about snakes is bad yeah it sounds bad yeah it's but it can also be good depending on the color of the snake so for example black snakes is the worst one and I normally dream of black snakes when shit hits the fan <laughs> like if things are really bad I will dream of black snakes and I'll dream that I'm I'm in a place where they're all around me or I can't get them off me or whatever but red snakes means like infidelity like cheating and like lying and betrayal like okay. a red snake so if I see a red snake with someone then I'm always like watch out for the person or whatever okay yeah and then colorful snakes snakes also the one is like sexual tension so if you are feeling like sexually frustrated and you dream about like colorful snakes you'll dream about colorful snakes so okay. I know sometimes like if I dream about colorful snakes I'm like I need to maybe get fucked like, <laughs> like, it's about like, time yeah, like, yeah, like, okay like maybe we should like it's you know <laughs> but sexually frustrated yeah. you know and then normally the, the, I'll wake up the next day and I'm like okay yeah, I am you know so and also what that was doing you know so for example if you're dreaming you are releasing an animal which is a scary animal for example like a scary crocodile and you're releasing it into some whatever then that means you're letting go of a fear but if that animal is attacking you, it's a completely different meaning. Yeah. You know? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It so sense. so some people are like, they'll look up like a cage of a crocodile. Okay, but what was it doing? You know? Was like, it just chilling there on the side? Was it trying to attack you? Trying like, to attack you? Were you chasing it? Was it a dead one? You know, like, did you... So all kinds of things, it all depends on how you were feeling in that moment. So for okay. example, like, I dream, mostly I dream about whales all the fuck all the time <laughs> but if I'm not dreaming about uh, but if I'm not dreaming about them then I dream about like big cats what, what does whales mean? like what you whales is like is like wisdom and like and like strength so it makes for me when I dream a whale I feel like it's like them sort of telling me or myself telling me that like you are strong like you can do this like and to just be to relax and be calm and like to be wise to use your intuition you know that's when i dream about that then i know then i feel like okay but if i dream but i've had like weird like <laughs> i once dreamed that i was like a um 
I was walking in a forest. And it was after the wolf betrayal dream. Okay. A few months later. And I don't think I've ever dreamt of a wolf again. But I dreamt that I killed a wolf in the forest. But it was like, imagine like snowy forest, okay? Okay. And imagine like, almost as if like I was wearing like Native American clothes. Like, as it, like skins and shit. And I kill a wolf with like a blade. And often I skin the wolf. And then I put its... It's like folk, like it's folk, folk coat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I like trudge with an arm, and I feel like that was maybe the way of saying like that betrayal or that, that experience at the time. Like I've let I've let go of it now. Yeah, you know, I skinned it and I, I'm wearing it. You know, and now I'm like I've got power over it myself. You know, so lots of it is also like things like that. You know, and I felt that way when I woke up. I was like. Like I let go, you know, and I took control. How do you remember your dreams? Because I feel like I also get like, sometimes I get very profound dreams and like I think about it the next day and I'm like, shit, I need to remember remember this. Or like it, I felt, I don't know, I get a specific feeling out of that dream like while I'm having it. And then 10 minutes later after waking up, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. So the more you write them down, the more you remember them. I... I also thought that, like, I, so, now that I saw you writing it down, like, it down. must be a skill that you like the Yeah, after a while, like, it will, you will, because you become conscious of remembering them. So in the beginning, like, just think, like, of the smallest minor detail you maybe could have thought. Or even if you don't remember anything of how you think you just felt now, you know? Because yeah, like, my dreams are a lot uh, human-based. So I would often see people I see in the day to day or even people I haven't seen in like forever and I would see them in my dreams and they would do something or like oh I've had some weird dreams and I can't remember like how to explain it but I'll be like in a train on my way to somewhere and I would see someone and they would like something would happen to them and then two seconds later I would turn around and then this new person that I know and then they also something happens with them or something like and then the next morning I'm like gone and then when I see them in real life I'm like should I have a dream with you about you last night yeah that happens to me as well it's yeah very odd but it's weird yeah dreams are just strange, mm. strange. happens to me as well where I forget but normally I, I forget the ones that are not related to animals okay. so I have ones obviously that are not related to animals like weird like random stuff yeah. and those ones I also normally forget and then it will come up when I see the person yeah. And then I'm like, I don't dream about you. And then I'll remember. But otherwise, with animal ones, I'll normally know as soon as I wake up, wake up that I had it. I'll okay. remember. And then I'll write it down. Mm. But like it's... But one of my favorite dreams that I ever had was I was busy like... How much time? We already good hour and ten minutes in. Oh, how long are they supposed to be? Yeah, we can continue on... Five minutes. Oh, cool. Three more minutes. Yeah, yeah you can talk. Okay, so, there's no, there's no limit to this. <laughs> so, so my favorite one was I was trying to like find out like what's like my spirit animal. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like I dream about so many all the time. What is your spirit? And I liked animal? and I liked so many. I was like, what is like, what is like the one? You know, like what is like the because everyone has a spirit animal. Like that is the thing. Like everyone has. I also think so. Yeah. Everyone has a spirit animal, and. And, th- and that animal is the one that's like that you are sort of that, that relates to you you know or one that you can like they always say like 
call upon, like for, I don't know, like if you're feeling low, if you need help or whatever. But I don't know, I can do that because like, what is like a fucking, I don't know, pre-mantis can help me. <laughs> what if like, I need to study for this test, pre-mantis bro, can you help me out? You know, like, <laughs> like, like uh, but yeah. I just wanted to know, like, do I have a spread animal? But like, obviously I know it has to be a humpback whale because these ones have been fucking pestering me since I was 16. And I still dream about them every day, even last night. So it's definitely them, but like, there has to be more than that. Like, I can't only have one out of the entire animal kingdom. Okay. Yeah, spirit animals, not just spirit animals. Yeah, like yeah. a bunch of them, you know. And then, so what happened was that week, I was busy. I sort of was just like, um, like asking and just like sort of just being like, I just want to see, like, like I want to dream them, show me what they are, show yourselves, you know, like show, bring it. And then I had like this line of dreams where... Um, the first dream I had was during a week was I was walking on a beach and there was a cheetah on the beach like in front of me and I was walking and every time and as I would walk then if I would stop it would like turn around to look at me almost like are you coming like mm. you know like if you like, follow walk, me or something like yes, that yes yes so I was walking on the beach and that came, that's just the only strip of that dream that I remember oh oh, oh. and then I dreamt that it, it like because uh, the place where it is is like we have a beach house in South Africa and it was on that beach and then I dreamt um, I went back home and then when I came outside again I saw it in front of the house and that was the dream then later that week and I was like okay whatever later that week I dreamt that I was sitting like studying like at a table and you know how like when your dog lies under the table and you sort of like stroke it with your foot <laughs> like that and I was dreaming I was doing that and then I, when I looked under the table to the animal I was doing it to, it was like a massive lioness, like under the table, just chilling. Not like, and I was like playing with her fur. And I was like, hello, and like I just carried on studying. Like that was the one dream. And then the last one of the week was, and this is my favorite dream I've ever had. It just makes me so happy thinking of it. I like, so I go and I, well, I wake up in, there's like this, these massive fields, like grassland fields. That's going sort of climbing up a bit. And there is like, when I mean the entire animal kingdom, I mean the entire, well, terrestrial animal kingdom is spread out over the grass. Like there. Like Lion King type stuff, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah, but they're all there. But even, what I mean, even like little insects like hopping on the ground down here. Birds are in the sky, big animals, anything. They're sort of just standing there looking so cute. And as I walked through them, they made like a path. And they bowed, like, as I walked through them. And when I got to the top, all of them suddenly vanished. They were all gone. And there was a leopard. Only a leopard. And the, not, everything was gone. And when I went to go touch the leopard, then it went on its back. And it was, like, being cute, like a little kitten. Yeah. And then I, like, rubbed its tummy. And then I woke up. And then from that week, I was like, okay, big cats. Like, wild cats, big cats is probably was a part of... Like a spirit animal type thing. Yeah, like has to be. Like if that's maybe my like my terrestrial you know, my marine one is probably whales, my terrestrial one's probably big cats, whatever. But I've always had a thing and the thing is, which is weird, is that I don't like cats. Like cats like also like working with them in the clinic. I don't like them. Yeah. And I feel like it's maybe because I have cat energy and we like compete. <laughs> 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 it sounds like fucked up, but I feel like I don't like them because I'm like 
you know, yeah. and they're just like, fuck off. And I'm like, fine, you know, because I'm Yeah, saying, like, that sounds like what a cat would yeah, be like. Yeah, that's what a cat Like, <laughs> I walk in and they're like, fuck you. And I'm like, you do. Like, I'm a cat too. And I don't like you, you know. <laughs> I don't know. So. Yeah. I, I once had, I, like, myth, is it mythological? Mythology? Yeah, like, mythology. Mytho- yeah, mythology animals. I remember I had once. That's just cool. This, yeah, I think I had, like, a dream once of... I just remember like walking, but I was, yeah, maybe I was, I think I was also walking with someone. It was like, I was going towards someone and like on this mountain, this like, I would, it's not a wolf, but it's a mythology type. It's called the, it's called a chimera. Chimera. Yeah, chimera is a is an animal that is a mixture of two or of, or, or of a few different animals yeah. that are together. So like, maybe like, a bird, you know, like a griffin, you know, something that, yeah, has, yeah, that has like the legs of this or the head of that. A pegasus, like, which is a horse with wings and yeah, stuff so like that. Yeah, that's a camera. And I've also dreamt of cameras before. Yeah. yeah. And I remember like seeing it on the mountain, but like scary. It was like scary, but I didn't felt scared, if it makes sense. That's, and it would, like, that's a really good sign. Yeah. And it would like walk and it walked down and it like just... I was like looking for it, like so. I was walking with a friend, and I was like, "Look, look, look at there!" And then it would like disappear, and only I would see it if it makes oh. sense. And then it, like moved past. I can't remember what how it would look like in my head. I can see it, but I can't describe yeah, what no, it no, is. No, no, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. maybe that's like I don't know. I felt like that was. I was that dream of, of cameras before, and then they're like just doing like random shit. I don't know, like, and then. I also, people don't know that I. <laughs> yeah, so like, I've had, but I've only dreamt of cameras like twice. Okay, so it's And not I don't know, I can't explain them to you either. Yeah. I just it, know that the, it wasn't like a. It wasn't a normal thing. It wasn't an animal that exists yeah. in real life, and I can't explain to you that I did dream of them. Yeah. But it's really good that you weren't scared. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just remember it was like walking past me, like in front of me, and it was like. I don't know, just giving energy that could, be a, that could be a spirit animal. Yeah, that was what I was thinking of. That, that. really yeah, could be. Maybe. Yeah. Something like that. In my head, I think it's a tiger. I will, I would like it to be a tiger, my spirit animal. But you can, but if you want it to be, it can be. Yeah. You just need to like harness it. Yeah. You know, if I could put a lasso around that thing and be like, you're going to be mine. <laughs> 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 be your energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I decide my spirit I choose you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. shit. And I feel like on that very note, thank you. It was such a nice conversation. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. I took, it, it, took yeah. a turn there. Oh, no. Not at all. Not at all. This was oh, so cool. Yeah. Uh, what did we even talk about? Yeah. We spoke about chicks. Bitches. Yeah. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> bitches and twins. Twins, twin energy. Crafty with your hands. Crafty. Dreams. Oh, put of everything. Yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah. that was great. Guys, take out whatever you want out of this podcast. I enjoyed it a lot. I yeah. hope you also did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, see you guys next week. <laughs> like it. Cheers. Bye. Pause. That was the most random oh, yeah. conversation I've ever had. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. <laughs>